Welcome, folks. Another episode, Tub Club. Welcome back. I have here my co-host, La La. La thinks he's top shit right now because he went 7-4. But La, honestly, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Uh, I'm great. Um, it was an awesome week of uh, college football. Um, now we're on to action. So we get games, uh, weekday games on the regular. Um, so, yeah, life's good. Um, we're into conference play. Um, we're into uh, an awesome fall of football. Yeah, it's going to be great. You know, shout out to Hammer, our last week's guest, uh, with the stat. 30 of the next 31 days will be have will have football, which is just awesome. God damn, I hate that text message in the background. But that being said, folks, we're going to talk about our records from past week, our game of the week, AM, Auburn. Uh, we have a great guest coming up. We're going to give you our picks, our Tub Club Top 4. Let's, let's fucking do it. All right. So, you know, let's start off with picks from last week. La, I mean, you went 7-4. and four. It was good. Uh, let's just start by saying, you know, you want to go through your games first or what, what you felt great about. Um, you know, I, I know you're still minus four units. But still, you know, not to break up anything, I still got the lead. But you did win last week. Let's talk about some of your games. We, we went 2-0 locks a lot. Yeah, good week for the our locks. Uh, we haven't been great with our locks. So it feels good for both of us to wipe our locks. Um, our interview last week with Hammer was awesome. I ended up riding Navy with him. Not an official play on my card, but I ended up riding Navy – um thursday night with them um which navy i forget what i got them at but they won outright um i didn't put anything on the money line but navy won outright so that was awesome um we have an awesome uh armed force game early game on saturday this week which i would look forward to talking to here shortly oh yeah um, but i'm feeling good about totals um I've been hitting my totals. I went 2-0 in totals last week. Uh, Michigan State over 51 was an easy over. Um, same with the Coastal. Coastal was also an easy over. Uh, Coastal's game was a weather game. I'm going to stay away from Coastal and these big spreads for the next week or two. We'll see. I could be back next week. Um, they don't cover. They're 18 and a half, but the over 52 and a half does go over for Coastal. It was like a monsoon in the second half of that game. Um, Grayson McCall threw up on the field. May have been concussed. They put him back out there. <laughs> he took, took The backup quarterback scored. They put McCall back out there. Uh, it didn't look right after that, but it was it was a monsoon. Um, so Is that one – Carolina, are they, are they on the downtrend here? Uh, I don't think so. Um, I still they think lost to Troy. They only beat Troy by seven points. Uh, if you watch the game, it wasn't an almost lost. Um, they dominated that game. Um, it, it, the weather made it really hard, um, for them to cover the spread. Um, Troy's Troy was decent. Um, but Coastal dominated that game. They're not on the downfall. Um, they're still gonna win out. We'll have to we'll have, we'll talk later, probably in a couple of weeks. I don't know if they'll be able to 
win the Sun Belt now because App State has the head-to-head. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll have to go and we'll have to look through and break some of that down in the next before before we get into conference championships. But um, App State has a loss against um, another Sun Belt opponent, but I think the head head-to-head may trump that. So we'll see how that goes. But I do have a question for you. Is Iowa dead? Iowa stunk. Iowa was awful. Yeah. So, you know, Iowa does this every year, um, usually not two weeks in a row, which is kind of awful, especially after a bye week. That was a tough game to watch. I think we had nine total yards in the first half. Halfway through the second quarter, we had zero total yards. Couldn't hang on to the football. You know what it is? Our offensive line, what Kirk Ferentz is known for. Kirk Ferentz was the previous the O-line coach at the Baltimore Ravens before he came to the Hawkeyes. He knows his offensive linemen. That's our bread and butter. And outside Tyler Lindenbaum, our center, who's going to be a first-round draft pick, yeah, that's that's it's a tough thing to look at. Um, yeah, it was tough to watch. I still have Iowa winning the Big Ten West. I think they win out easily. Uh, we really don't have – I mean, outside of Minnesota, who we have at home – I don't really see too much concern, but we do now. We no longer control our own destiny. On that note, we both had Iowa, which was a loser. We both had Ohio State, which was a loser. Uh, Penn State actually came out to play for a little bit. A little bit surprised by that. I knew Ohio State was going to win. I didn't think it'd be that close, though. Watched the game. Wasn't really anything spectacular. We did both hit on the Wake Forest minus 16. They beat Duke outside of a garbage touchdown at the end, 45-7. What a great game. Wake Forest, I just love everything about them. I've been on them since week one. Go back and listen to all the episodes. I think I pick them every week. But still, awesome, awesome game. Uh, on top of that, at Georgia minus 14. Nice pick, Bubs. Thanks, guy. Uh, Syracuse, another team I've been riding, minus six. Boise State, Oklahoma State. I knew Kansas wasn't going to be able to put back-to-back games together, like where they competed. So Oklahoma State was probably my easiest pick of the week last week. But then I did lose some heartbreakers. Pitt lost straight up to Miami. Miami's just fucking me left and right this year. Like, I pick them to win, they get blown out. I pick them to lose, they fucking come through with the miracle cover. Not even cover, straight up winner. Uh, but yeah, it was, I went 500. Uh, lost 7-4. and four. Overall, a tough week, I say for myself. Lost, picking up uh, the pace here. Um, you know, when it comes down to it, you know, it is, it's going to be week 10 that we talk through this week. We only have a few more weeks left law, four more weeks and then conference championship. Uh, they're actually coming out with the top 25. Now we're recording as they're doing. So Iowa's number 22, Wisconsin, number 21. Uh, I mean, surprise a little bit, Oklahoma state at 11, they put Baylor up there too. I mean, so we're going to kind of go back and forth between this. I do want to talk through some storylines, though, you know, that happened over the course of last week. First, oh, real- oh, yeah, go ahead. I just I want to go back to that OSU game. Uh, Ohio State, I, they should have covered easily. They couldn't get in the end zone. Um, there was they, they had maybe six, four to go, four attempts with goal to go at one point, and they couldn't get in the end zone. And that was on two or three drives. They ended up starting to settle for field goals is why they won by nine. Right. But if they converted any of those touchdowns, uh, I think they win by three fours. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, 
the Michigan Michigan State game was pretty awesome. I Michigan looked good through I don't know two three quarters. Three quarters, yep. <laughs> but I mean, shout out Kenneth Walker the third. That guy's a monster. He's a stud. He should be leader in the clubhouse for the Heisman right now. It's actually. Um, it's a great transition because that's what I was going to talk about. Is like, who's your Heisman hopefuls right now? Uh, Kenneth Walker, five touchdowns in a rival game. Incredible. Uh, but, yeah, who's your Heisman hopefuls? Who do you got going here? Uh, so, Sam Hartman's not getting the credit he deserves. Um, I feel like he has to be a finalist. Um, and, I mean, it, Wake Forest is 8-0. Like, I – even if they slip up one game and have a one loss, they're still going to the ACC championship with one loss, and they could probably win the ACC championship with one loss. Um, I think he's up there. You mentioned the guy last week, Tank Bigsby. I don't know if his stats are up there, but I've been riding Auburn all year. Auburn looks good. Bo Nix has been excellent. Um, they won easily um, against Old Miss. Uh, that was another hit for me. Um, Love, love Bo Nix, love, love Tank Bigsby, uh, love what Auburn's doing. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I think Sam Hartman has to be in those conversations, and I don't know if he is being talked about like he should be. Fuck no. Uh, you know, funny you mentioned that Wake Forest just got number nine in the playoff committee polls. But, yes, Sam Hartman is just an absolute terror on the fo- football field. Um, I fucking hate Bo Nix. Every time you mention his name, I cringe. But, yeah, on top of that, Kenneth Walker definitely has to be a top candidate. I think the big ones now, now you're going to get into the juicy part of the schedules for some of these big-name teams like Alabama, Bryce Young, which I don't like Bryce Young. I don't think he's good, but now is where they play their tough games, and this is where you kind of get that momentum going. Um, I do like Trevion Henderson. Didn't have the greatest game against Penn State, but still this is where the meat of the schedule comes up for Ohio State where you can really put it out on a national level. Um, outside of that though, I mean, you think about it, Kenneth Walker, oh, Caleb Williams, he had five touchdowns accounted for last week. So, you know, it's really up in the air. I think you could get some good value right now. If you head out there, I, I still think Caleb Williams is a good pick. I've kind of, mine's changed a little bit on that one. Uh, Oklahoma right now, rated number eight, nine and oh. So yeah, tough, tough to kind of predict right now. The race is wide open. I think that's ever been, but uh, we'll see what happens. The second story I want to talk about real quick, Gary Patterson fired at TCU. Longest tenured coach in the Big 12. TCU, if you recall, was my pick to win it all. Uh, the Big 12 uh, struggled this season. You know, I, I really can't pinpoint it. I don't know if Gary Patterson was the problem. Uh, sometimes you get those old school coaches that are stuck in their ways but uh, yeah, tough one. I don't think he really goes anywhere. I think he retires now. I think it's 22 years, and don't quote me on that, 22 years at TCU. So kind of a tough loss there for the Horn Frogs. Um, the biggest story, and then I'll turn it over to you, Law. I want to get your thoughts. And I actually have a clip here that we'll play from the Brandon Walker show. Uh, but yeah, the special teams coach for Texas. Used to be the coach at Auburn, or at Alabama, special teams coach there goes to Texas, leaves his wife and kids, gets with a stripper that has a pet monkey. Stripper's name is Pole Assassin. Uh, the stripper has been on uh, Jerry Springer before, so, you know, she's she's got that energy. 
there are kids over to this guy's house for uh, trick-or-treating. Some kid found the monkey somehow and got bit. And the reports are that someone had to come pry the monkey's jaws off the kid's hand because he was, yeah, not a good situation. So, Law, my question to you is, let's just let's just get it out there. If you were a stripper, what would your name be? Um, similar, well, you'll hear Brandon Walker, but similar to him, I'm not made like that, but I, I gave it some thought after hearing this story and shout out to the Masters Club in Myrtle Beach. Um, it'd probably be something along the lines of hole in one, something along. <laughs> the- all right. All right. Fair enough. So, uh, let's actually take a look at what Brandon Walker has to say about it too. Bob, talk to me. What, what, what's going on here? What's up, Brandon? It's Bob's with Cubs Club Bookie Basement. So, uh, Brandon, two questions for you today. Yes. Uh, number one, I'm glad you brought up the stripper uh, deal that happened yesterday. The coach isn't going to Washington State because pet monkeys aren't, Ill- aren't legal in Washington. So maybe he finds a stripper with a pet parakeet. But my question to you is, first one. I think strippers have pairs of t- What? Oh, oh, yeah, okay. Go ahead. My first question to you is, <laughs> what would be your stripper name if you were a stripper? Jiggly, I don't know. Um, I, 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 listen, I got to be honest. I was blessed with the body to the point where I never have to worry about being a stripper. I, 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 I'm not really sure what I would do. Maybe I'd incorporate bulldog in there or dog. I don't know, doggy. Yeah, I don't. I'd work right, on it. Right, I gotta think about. Do you do you know your stripper name? Slippery one wet. Done a body for a long time. I hate you so fucking much. I wish. I hope. <laughs> I hope you never, ever, 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 ever call again. Also, I know you're in Tennessee, but if you were not in Tennessee, if you were in the state of Iowa, the Barstool Black Sportsbook Black. is now live in the state of Iowa. That is now 10 states. We're in double digits. We're in 20% of the states in this union. Thank you very much, Bob, for the call. Yeah, so as you can see, good conversation overall. I actually had a football question for him, too, but I got cut off early. Um, so, yeah, those are my big storylines. Gary Patterson fired Michigan, Michigan State with the game that saved the weekend. I feel like the really true, like the headline game that came through with the dramatics, the great football, lots of scores, great environment. All three college football shows were there. So yeah, I mean, just an overall, I think very great weekend in college football outside of my 500 record. Anything else that caught your eye or outside Iowa being terrible and coastal Carolina going down the drain? Yeah, I mean, Dylan from Ohio um, is probably the number two caller. And he's only the number two caller because he lost. He took Michigan minus nine. But I I think you're going to have to put him in his place. Um, Not sure what you're going to do, but um, yeah. Yeah, your rankings on the Brandon Walker football show, I I think you're dropping. that's That's actually false. So a couple of quick hitters about this, because I don't want to give this guy too much of a platform, but I did challenge him to rough and rowdy after he said some dumbass comment. Can't remember what it was. After refusing rough and rowdy, he then challenged me to a pickoff through November 21st, which I accepted, obviously, because I'm a college football genius. Records there to show it, plus 13 units on the year. So, yeah, we uh, will be going head-to-head against Dylan uh, to claim really the best caller at the Brandon Walker college football show. 
Um, obviously, this is the number one podcast you should be listening to, but that's a great show to listen to on the side. Definitely knows his stuff, Brandon Walker, and you know, pretty entertaining. We like to use his clips here from time to time. Just check out our Twitter. Check out our Twitter at Tub Club BB. Um, you'll see, you'll see all, you'll see all Bubs' calls. Uh, just check those out. Give them a view. Uh, they're pretty funny. Pretty awesome. And I'm going to start putting them on Instagram, Tub Club BB, same handle on Instagram as well. I forgot to do that today. So I'll do that after this uh, recording. But yeah, overall, law, great week, uh, college football. Again, like we said last week, apple picking season is over. Now we get football. We get straight football through the end of February, if you count the Super Bowl and whatnot. So I'm excited. Law, it seems like you're excited before we take our first break and move over to our, you know, game of the week and our picks for the week and our great interview. Law, you definitely have the reins this week. You went seven and four uh, on your record, but I want to hear your top four. You know, it's going right now. Uh, let me just, uh, are you watching the college football ranking show right now? Okay. Well, they just released one and two, but oh, oh boy, I want to hear yours first. And then I'll tell you, they just did some crazy ass shit. Holy cow. Love it. Yep. Um, so we're going number one's a no brainer. Uh, it's Georgia. They beat the shit out of Florida. Florida sucks. Um, they, I mean, they played the they played the younger quarterback Anthony Richards, AR what sixteen or whatever he calls himself. Um, yeah, I mean, Florida couldn't score. Florida couldn't even get first downs. Um, so Georgia's a no brainer number one. Um, number two, I'm going to go with Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma might be forward thinking but Oklahoma has the best chance of winning out I think if they went out and win the big 12 I think they deserve the number two spot um okay. they're much better with Caleb Williams um I think they they'll deserve that number two spot um yep. number three I'm going Alabama uh, I also think I mean they're they're they are it's probably a toss-up between three and four number four is ohio state i'm kicking cincinnati out cincinnati's on the number five seat don't even care about them um it's 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 alabama three ohio state number four we're gonna really see ohio state when ohio state gets to play michigan gets to play michigan state and ohio state probably beats beats them both bad um Ohio State's gonna might move up to number two or number three. Um, so, just to recap, you have Georgia one. Who'd you have at number two again? Oklahoma two, Alabama three, Ohio State four. So I'm gonna tell you what the committee just said, and then I'm gonna. What about get, you? I want to get your reaction first because this just is released. You know, you heard it here first on the Tub Club, not ESPN. Number one, Georgia makes sense. Take a guess at who they put at number two. Alabama. Yeah, they fucking put Alabama at number two. Yeah. What? All right, take a guess. Take a guess. We, I saw, we saw that coming. I, they, I didn't see that coming at all. No. They did it, they did it last week, and then the coaches poll or the AP poll, they moved. out Because of the Oklahoma's close win against Kansas, they moved Oklahoma down to three. Right. Take your guess at who number three was. It's Oklahoma. Nope, Michigan State. Wow. All right, and then number four. Oklahoma. 
Oregon. <laughs> what a fucking mess. <laughs> what a fucking mess. This is why these are, this is a collection of some of the dumbest people in America right here making these picks. Holy shit. I'm blown away. I'm blown away more by the Alabama at number two. I guess I, I don't know why I didn't see that coming, but that's uh, at its I, yeah. Every, I mean, you should have saw that coming. Now. That's what that at least that aligns with the coaches poll. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I, that aligns with what they have on the coaches poll or the AP. All right. So again, the committee has Georgia number one, Alabama two, Michigan State three, Oregon four. So. Number five, yeah, number five, number five is Ohio State, and number six is Cincinnati. They are, Cincinnati's getting fucked here. (laughs) Where's Oklahoma? They're not in it. They're probably number seven, which is nuts. Yeah, undefeated in the Big 12, and you're not even in the top six. But instead, Oregon in the Pac-12, Ohio State in the Big 10, and Alabama. In the SEC, one loss. All three of those are all out of Oklahoma. All three of those. Oregon lost to Stanford. Yeah, on a bullshit PI call. If anyone recalls looking back at that game, wow, that is wild. Okay, so uh, my top four. This is great. We should do these kind of like live reactions, you know, on on the daily. But number one, Georgia, like you said, I think that's the most easiest pick you know for anybody who watches just even the littlest of college football number two i have i mean i go back and forth on this but number two i guess i'd say michigan state number three if i'm looking at it i'd say oklahoma number four wake forest that's my power four right there uh oklahoma oh oklahoma's eighth they're not even seventh michigan is seventh that's crazy Holy shit. Anyways, that's a wild four. They all have to play each other. I mean, Ohio State has to play both Michigans, and I mean, they both have to play Ohio State. Yeah. I I think Penn State's tough, too. Penn State proved they went to Ohio. They went to Ohio State and held that game very close. Yeah, for sure. No, uh, just a wild – like, I don't think – Like everyone, no one had a solid answer as to what the rankings were going to be prior to this, but I don't think you could fuck this up even more than what they just pulled right here. I mean, that is mind-blowing. Yeah. Um, Okay, so um, we will take our, not we're going to take our first break, but let's move on to game of the week because I don't even know what to say right now. It's pretty fucking wild, but uh, regardless... Game of the week we got this week, Texas A&M at, or excuse me, Auburn at Texas A&M. Uh, current spread that we have on this game right now, the time of this recording, is four and a half points. Uh, Auburn is the dog being the away team, four and a half points, over under set at 49. Larry, once again, you have the reins, so I'm going to let you go. Uh, yeah, so these teams are uh, pretty identical. They're both six and two, uh, both five and three against the spread. Um, Auburn uh, scores more points. Auburn averages about 35 points per game. Um, AM averages about 30. Um, Auburn allows about 20. AM allows 16. Um, 
I love Auburn plus four and a half. You love uh, it? Love it. Um, I also love the over 49. Um, both of these teams average 30 points per game. Um, looking at the last looking at Auburn's Auburn's lowest scoring title is 24 against LSU, but other than that, they've scored over 31 points. Um and the same with AM. AM put up 44 against South Carolina. They put up 41 against Bama. Like, I don't understand. That total is just too low. 49 is just too low. Um, I understand they have good defenses, but the SEC has changed. Uh, the winner of this game is going to have to score probably 35 or more points, uh, 38. Um, so, love. Love the over 49, but I also love Auburn plus four and a half. Um, I've been riding Auburn for almost this whole season. I took their I took their win total in episode episode one. Love Bonex, love Tanks Bigsby. Give me Auburn again. I I think ever since that magical win against LSU when Bo Nix was running around like a crazy person, um, they've put it together. Um yeah. He's taking care of the ball. Tank Bigsby is an absolute stud. Um, Auburn plus four and a half, and I'm going to be playing the over 49. All right. So, I mean, this comes as to a surprise of nobody, but I know Bo Nix is a fucking terrible quarterback. Um, False. I'm trying to compare him to someone. He's like a shitty Tim Tebow. Uh, he runs the ball, doesn't throw a fucking great ball. There's a lot of ducks going down the field, and he's very reckless. Eventually, this is going to catch up to him. I've bet against Auburn the past four weeks. And guess what? That's not stopping this week either. I like Texas A&M with the points. I think even after their QB injury early in the year, I think it was before the Arkansas game. I can't remember. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's no question that even with the backup QB – they are a set team. Jimbo Fisher is a great coach. Fun fact about this game is that these two people control their own destinies. Whoever, if they, either team wins out, they 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 take over Alabama. They're going to the SEC championship game. If my stats are right, which actually they're not, because both these teams have two losses. Yeah, Auburn. Excuse me. Auburn controls their own destiny because Auburn plays Alabama at home last game of the year. And if they win, that would put Alabama at two losses in the SEC, then putting Auburn in the championship game. So definitely something to think about uh, when it comes to this. But again, Texas A&M at home, uh, Jimbo Fisher, uh, Calzada at quarterback. I think Tank, Bis Tank Bisbee is a great running back. I think he will control the game. Uh, but when it comes down to it, A&M puts up points. That's what they do, like you mentioned. They're both high-scoring teams. But Bo Nix, this is his fuck-up game. I've been saying this for a while. This is it. This is the fuck-up game. This is where it happens. I'm not playing the totals. I do have one total, which you know I never play in our picks of the week. But, yeah, I like A&M, uh, minus four and a half at home. Stadium's going to be fucking rocking. It's going to be a great atmosphere, great game. Our only ranked matchup of the week. But, uh, yeah, there you have it. Laws liking Auburn plus four and a half in the over and Bubs, Texas A&M minus four and a half. Let's rock it into the picks of the week. Again, we, we're trying to, in, in, 
I don't know a lot if you feel differently, but we're trying to, in a sense, condense these episodes, give you as much information as we can pile on in a short amount of time, just because we know in the day of the internet age, people's attention spans aren't really there for two hour long episodes like we started with at the beginning of the year. But we're not taking away any of the content. We're not taking away any, any of the information. If anything, we're giving you more. So Law, you won last week. Lead us off with picks of the week. Absolutely. Uh, I have a feeling both of us will be on this first one. Um, it's Wake. Wake plus two and a half. <laughs> I'll, also, I'll probably also be sprinkling on the money line. Um, but for the official pick, uh, Wake plus two and a half. Um, <laughs> Real quick, I just want to, and I, and I don't like interrupting during picks, but I had to, I'm glad you took them because I just want to throw out this stat for the listeners real quick. This is from our inaugural guest, the Bear. Wake Forest is the second team, 8-0 or better, to be an underdog versus a team which did not have a winning record. In 1993, 9-0 Auburn was a one-and-a-half-point dog at 4-5 and five Georgia. They won 42-28 goes in our favor so sorry i don't want to interrupt your picks but i had to get that out there yeah i mean um i watched i watched uh unc notre dame last week um i don't think notre dame's that good unc his defense is terrible uh sam howell has to do a lot for them to stay in the game wake i mean wake's gonna wake's gonna put up i don't know 40 45 maybe 50 yeah. plus um there's no chance unc is gonna they needed one or two stops against Notre Dame, and they couldn't do that. They are not going to be able to stop this Wake offense. The over, I'm not touching the total, set at 77, Jesus. which is crazy. <laughs> but it probably, it probably goes over, to be honest. I'm not going to touch it. That number's very high. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, we watched Wake versus Army. Um, Great game. The, and that game went over 100. I think this game probably gets into the 80s for the total. But I, I love weight catching points. Um, yeah, I mean, UNC's defense, is, they, they won't stop Wake's offense. They'll have no chance. Um, and I, I, they're off. Sam Howell's good. Sam Howell makes some plays. But I think Wake, Wake will be able to. This is different than the RB team. This isn't a rush, rush, rush. They're going to have to throw the ball. I think Wake will get enough stops um, to win win outright here. Okay. Um, so that that's my first that's my first pick. I got a I got a total on my second pick. This is Army Air Force. This is an early game Saturday. I think it's 1130, 10.30 for Bubs time. I'm playing the over thirty seven. Whoa! Numbers way too low. Both of these teams score. Um, they're both coming off a bye week. I I mean, I watched Army versus Wake Forest. I and I've seen Air Force play a couple times. Air Force is actually pretty good, um, but over over thirty seven easy. Um, over thirty seven is just thirty seven numbers too low. Um, I have to. I'd have to check the stats on these guys, but um, I'm pretty sure their totals. I, I'm just looking at their average totals. Yep. Thirty way too low. I, I got it here. So Army averages 34 points per game, and Air Force averages 29 points per game. 
it's just I, I, I mean, I understand they both run the same triple option offense. 37 is just far too low. Um, so I mean, someone's they're going to break some big runs. They're going to score touchdowns. Um, so that's that's an easy pick for me. Um, I'm playing Michigan State minus three at Purdue. Um, I think that Purdue win at Iowa was a fluke. Um, I took Purdue stupidly last week. Purdue got they covered. Yeah, Purdue covered. They beat Nebraska. Yeah. Plus seven and a half they were last week. They beat Nebraska. Okay, then I'm, I was wrong. Still like Michigan State minus three. Okay. Uh, walk, I think they're just going to – they're going to control – they'll control the game. Uh, they'll win this game by seven at least. Um, okay. Taking Oregon minus six and a half. Um, dang. I have to look up who Oregon's playing real quick, but I like the minus six and a half. Uh, at Washington. Washington. Yeah, at Washington. Um, okay. They lost the running back Verdell, um, but they have another solid running back die that's pretty good. Um, and obviously the committee thinks they're really good, ranking them number four. <laughs> uh, so might as well just ride minus seven and a half. I don't think Washington's very good. Um, yeah. Taking Fresno State. Minus five and a half. Um, I think Fresno State is really good. Um, okay. And then my last pick is Mississippi State plus five and a half. Um, it's a psychological move. I actually think Mississippi State could win outright. Um, okay. But I'm riding with your best friend, Brandon Walker, on this. Um, Mississippi State at Arkansas. Um, Mississippi State's very defense is very good against the run. Um, so taking taking the points there. I don't think this is a five and a half point game. Um, pretty short card. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't love. Didn't love. Didn't love uh, the board this week. Who is uh, who is your lock of the week? I didn't hear that. Mm. You had to pick between your games. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I didn't know if you had another pick, like in your back pocket or anything like that. No, no, that's it. It's 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 in there. Um, I'm between Wake plus two and a half and Auburn plus four and a half. Um, oh, man, here, think about yeah. it. Think about it. Let me yeah. my picks. So I have 14 games. <clears throat> I feel like the later the season goes on, the more I'm just loving it. I'm gonna run through these quick. BC plus three at home against Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech on the road, even though they beat Georgia Tech last week. Uh, they're not that, – that home field advantage that they have is something else. But BC, I'm going straight up to my hometown, Quincy, Boston College plus three. Uh, Larry, let me give you a little stat here. Uh, Service Academy unders, so that means Army Air Force, are 39-9-1. and one. The underdog is 5-0 and against the spread in the last five meetings. Army has a number two rush offense and a number seven rush defense. Air Force has the number one rush offense and the number 13 rush defense. That screams under to me, like no doubt. 
I'm going under 37. I might make that my lock. I don't play totals ever. When I play totals, you know I'm right. So I'm just playing the numbers here, under 37, Army Air Force. Next game we have up, Pitt minus 21 at Duke. I think Wake Forest exposed them last week. Pitt, I still have faith in them. I think they're going to play uh, Wake Forest in the championship, but minus 21 at Duke, love that number. Ohio State minus 15 at Nebraska. Ohio State had their close game. You know you, have, how you, you, you blow them out, you blow them out, you blow them out, and then you have that close game. After that, you know, all the money goes towards the opponent for the next week because they think Ohio State won't be able to crush teams anymore. Well, yeah, they're going to crush the shit out of Nebraska. And you're giving me 15 points, taking that all day. Wake Forest plus two and a half. We're on the same page there. Uh, Texas A&M minus four and a half. That's our game of the week. Love Texas A&M where they're at. West Virginia at home against Oklahoma State. I think West Virginia at home, I've been riding them again for the past three weeks, love the number, love that they're getting points at home. Oklahoma State, not that good. When you lose to Iowa State by three, again, that was at Ames, but now you have to travel to West Virginia and do the same thing. Basically, West Virginia won 38-31 against Iowa State last week, the same team that beat Oklahoma State. So you're telling me West Virginia beat the team that they're playing. I don't know how to say it in words, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> West Virginia plus three. I'll stop right there. Just uh, take the in division home dog. <laughs> and I'm loving it. I'm loving it so far. Uh, Baylor minus six and a half at TCU. I didn't want to take this game because, again, I didn't want to pick against TCU. I felt like they were kind of like they're my attachment this week or this year. But after Gary Patterson going, I think the team's just in shambles. Or it could be just the, you know, the assistant coach, whoever takes over, just somehow gets the team going and they come back and win. But no, I like Baylor minus six and a half. Just really like the number there in that spot. Arkansas at home minus five and a half. You Anybody who picks Mississippi State is just fucking dumb, dude. I don't even know how to put it. Arkansas KJ Jefferson knows how to play the game. We've been on them all year. Yeah, sure, they're good against the run, but guess what? K.J. Jefferson with his arm is a pretty – he was a fucking top five Heisman odds hopeful earlier in the season when they start off 4-0 before they played Georgia. So one thing to keep in mind there. I like NC State minus three at FSU. Can we pause for a moment and just talk about the FSU bad beat? Did you see that last week? I don't want to kind of break it up, but I, I feel this has to be mentioned. Uh, yeah, Clemson scored a touchdown off on a lateral to cover the nine in the total. Yeah, wild. So, anyways, uh, NC State minus three. It's at FSU. I don't think FSU is really pulling it together. I think the game against Clemson showed that these are two bad teams in the ACC going against each other, and they make it all seem like it's competitive. No, it wasn't. NC State minus three, just two shitty teams going against each other. I like NC State. They're not the shitty team. Texas plus six and a half ISU. Are you kidding me? Texas has never been given points, whether they're home or away at ISU. And that number just blew my mind away. So I'm, I'm all over Texas plus six and a half. Louisville plus four at home against Clemson. Clemson just getting that public money all day. ASU minus eight and a half at home against USC. I'm not giving up on ASU. They were down 28-0 last week in the first or early second quarter. Three fumbles, one pick. Just hang on the fucking ball, guys. And lastly, I'm going to end it with San Diego State minus seven. Got their first loss of the year last week. But they're going at Hawaii. 
going to Hawaii is always tough, but uh, I like the number here at minus seven. I think they'll cover. I think they'll cover fine. If anything, I'll get a good push. My lock, if I had to pick my lock, would probably be, uh, I'm going to say Ohio State minus 15. Oh. Nope. Switching it. My lock is the under, an academy under, under 37. Uh, love that. Love the numbers behind it. Every fucking year. Never fails. 39, 9, and 1. Never forget that. 37 points. You're telling me there's going to be five touchdowns on a field goal in this game? You're fucking crazy. So, any thoughts? Yeah, give me the over. My lock is over 37. Don't, Easy. Do, this, uh, don't do this, Law. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I gave you the numbers. I gave you the stats. It's this is it's easy over 37. I'll tell you this. Our, our guest that we're about to interview has a relative who graduated from West Point. And all I hear about is go army, beat Navy, or go army, whatever. Every year I bet that the Academy games, and every year I'm in your spot. I'm like, this number, that's ridiculous. They're at least gonna put up, you know, this, this, and that. No. Every year, no fail, that number goes under. So, yeah, my lock is the under, Army, Air Force, under 37. Law, any final thoughts, though, before we move over to our interview? Uh, no, but I beat you head-to-head more locks earlier this year, so I, I have no doubt in my mind. Uh, you've, If you ever you want to go back and listen to someone, listen to yourself. You said you don't bet totals. People should always bet against Whatever you say, I'm told <laughs> from your mouth. Those are your words. I had, I love this over 37. Love it. Lock it in. More to lock it. Easy. You're, dude. I, I got no words. Uh, we'll, I, you know what? We'll ask our guest about it during the interview. But folks, another great episode of the Tub Club. Laws climb back. 7 4. Nice week last week. I got another big card coming. It's not as big as last week, 14 games, still something. Appreciate you taking the time to listen. Make sure to bet the board. Take, you know, take everything you can, man. Cause you know, this is where we're going to make money for y'all. This is where we're all going to, where Vegas slims down the number. Our senses get keener and keener every day. That being said, <laughs> let's go to the interview. Have a great weekend, folks. Gary. Good. 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 Okay. Good. Well, he did the clap. That means start. And you're over here fucking trying to get your last bite of noodles. All right, folks. Welcome back. I just want to say that we just had an awesome interview uh, with Gary Bang here, our guest. Uh, unfortunately, Law forgot to record. So here we are again, part two. Going to go through <laughs> the interview process again. Uh, still, overall, great interview. I want to kind of talk it out. So we'll just start with this. Uh, Gary, I almost called you by your moniker. Moniker? Is that how you say it? Moniker? Name? Anyways. Gary, um, we just had our locks of the week. We just finished doing our picks. And uh, I was talking to Law about Service Academy uh, games. And what is the common theme of Service Academy games, Gary? They run the triple option. You always take the under. Always take the under, folks. The total right now is 37 points. I'm assuming, Gary, 
I'm assuming, Gary, that you're liking, you know, we have our stats that I called out earlier in the podcast, but I'm assuming that you're a big fan of the under as well. I mean, 37 is low. True. Uh, you know, um, you know, wait, Army just scored 56 last week and just gave up 70. They were just in one of the highest scoring games of the week last week, scoring what, over 120 points. So betting the game going under 37 is a tough, tough ass this year um you know but yes like you said you know traditionally if you're betting the tr- you know the the long-term trends um yeah you take the under in uh take the under in service academy games 39 9 and 1 folks numbers don't lie they never do this is coming from a state math bead champ right here so I'm, I'm assuming you can trust my numbers that being said uh gary um on the brandon walker show today i actually was on there there was a great story about the texas special teams coach uh, his stripper girlfriend that's been on Jerry Springer that has a pet monkey that bit a kid can't make that stuff up. So my question to you, Gary, is if you had to pick a stripper name, what would that stripper name be, Gary? <laughs> <laughs> and this is a the stripper. second time we're doing this here. <laughs> Interesting. Um, you know, maybe slippery when wet. You're a wild card. So for the listeners at home, yes, this is the second time doing it, but that was Gary's first answer the first time. Unbeknownst to me, unbeknownst that I actually said that to Brandon Walker today. So a little bit of, um, what do you call that? Mind to mind. Um, Intuition. Intuition. La, what, what, what questions do you have for our guest here? Um, so are we backing army um as someone that has a connection to west point i mean we gotta like army getting two and a half against air force this weekend that's true oh yeah oh yeah army's played a tough schedule this year um i'd be uh, yes if you're talking about sides in this game i'm taking army it is an away game but yes you know both teams are getting up for this game uh it's it's uh it'll be a big one to them you know, it, it's kind of like Iowa, Iowa State or, you know, any other big rivalries. These games mean something different. Uh, you know, yes, I, I'm leaning Army in this game. Kinda, like I said, a little bit biased, got the lean for it. But, you know, Air Force is, uh, you know, hasn't played too many tough teams this year. You know, coming off that, you know, close, close couple games the past couple weeks. But most of their games are close, as we discussed, because they're, you know, lower scoring running football right. games. But, uh you know, Army's played, you know, Army in the past even couple of years. You know, whenever they play the big schools, you know, they, they travel anywhere across the country and play. I mean, if they just play at Wisconsin a couple of weeks ago, you know, they almost beat, you know, Oklahoma a couple of weeks ago on the road. Um, you know, yeah, they'll go anywhere and play uh, anybody on the road. Um, yeah, I'm definitely liking, uh, definitely liking Army a little bit more in this game if I had to pick a side because, like I said, the over-under, I mean, you want to take the under, but 37 is, is, is too low for me. Um, you know, yes, like I said, I'd lean under, but if I were to play a side in this game, it'd be the Army, Army spread. Yeah, under's the play. I mean, that's kind of what we do here. So, Law, one thing I just thought of on the spot here is one thing that we should have, and I'm going to add this to the card starting this week, is I think our guests should pick a lock of the week each week. So, Gary, not to put you on the spot, but I'm going to put you on the spot right now. You get a chance. I'm assuming you've looked through the games. You've been through it. Just off your first glance, let's hear your lock of the week. You know, yeah, a little early in the week, you know, have it, you know, yeah, scan the games, you know, scanned over them, took a good look at um, most of them. But, yeah, haven't had, you know, all the time to dive in deep yet. 
But, you know, yes, Syracuse is on a bye this week. Um, you know, yes, they've been great against the spread, you know, this year. Um, and, you know, they're going – so, yes, you can bet them, but they're on a bye. But my other – the other way to look at it is the teams that are horrible against the spread and, uh, you know, go against them. And Clemson is one of those teams. Um, you know, before last week they had um, – you know, they were oh and whatever, you know, hadn't won a game against the spread yet. Um, right. And then you guys saw the end of the game last week where, you know, they were going to lose again until the, you know, the, yes, the bad beat, as they call it, uh, oh, yeah. you know, on the last play that's been there. So, you know, yes, Louisville, you know, played decent. They played a couple close games decently, um, you know, whether it's Wake Forest or Virginia, you know, playing close games. You know, yep. I'd take the four points at home with Louisville would be my, uh, my early week lock. Shout out to the Bear and Stanford Steve, but how is their uh, podcast start? It has uh, Brett Musburger. Uh, the home team with points. You're, you, he says, you got to be kidding exactly. me. Exactly. Yeah. Nothing better than a home team. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Exactly yep. right. <laughs> love it, love it. So uh, we talked your stripper name. We talked, um, you know, what our locks are. We got your lock of the week. Uh, what did we choose for our game of the week to discuss? Uh, we're going to Texas A&M. Uh, what's it, Kyle... Kyle Stadium, uh, the 12th man. 12th man, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Good old well, college station. Yeah, college station. Auburn is headed there. It's an afternoon game. Um, so I, I think it's a little different in the afternoon than at night, but I know they have all their – they have their own cadets there. They'll be doing push-ups. Um, but, yeah, Auburn, Auburn is uh, plus four and a half. Texas A&M is minus four and a half and the total is 49 points. Um, that, that is the only ranked first ranked match of the week. And it's a pretty big one in the sec. So Gary off knowing, I actually have something I'm going to add to that, but just knowing that Auburn four and a half dog total is 49 and a half. Uh, let's get your first thoughts on the game. What are your thoughts? Well, how do you think it's playing? I mean, yeah, I mean, both of these teams have been good. Um, you know, yes, Texas A&M, you know, they, uh, they run the ball well. They're good in the trenches. But, geez, they have been uh, horrible throwing the ball this week, this year um, through the air. Um, you know, had that great big win against uh, Alabama. That was yep. home, of course. Um, when Alabama just showed up flat, I feel like that game got dominated in the trenches. But, you know, since then, you know, Texas A&M has played, you know, a very uh, weak schedule and hasn't looked that good doing it. Um, you know what, Missouri – um, drawing a blank on the other, you know, not not very good South team Carolina. there. The SEC, South Carolina, um, as well as a buy in there. Um, you know, so the last three weeks it had a pretty soft where, you know, you switch over and go to the other side, which is similar in offense. Um, you know, yes, uh, you know, great running team, you know, great in the trenches. Um, you know, yes, Bo Nix is developing, getting better. Um, but the last three weeks or, you know, last four weeks, I think they had a buy in there as well that, you know, they played three, you know, heavyweights in the SEC West this year, you know, um, as well as Georgia. they lost to Georgia, you know, not extremely blowout, you know, played them. T- <laughs> <laughs> we'll give him just a second here, dude. So guess what? My first pick on the pickoff was Akron plus 20. And fucking douchebag Dylan took the unders uh, in the Toledo and Akron game. That game's definitely going over. The Toledo game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it already went over. <laughs> I was going to say, that game, there was like 
I, there was 28 points scored in like five minutes. Yeah, and Ball State, Akron, it's 28-25. Uh, so my plus 20 is looking pretty good. I and look up Miami, Ohio, minus seven. They stink. Oh, damn. Damn. They were favorites? Ohio's won one game. I, yeah, I didn't know. See, this is the thing. I don't watch enough action. When it comes to college basketball, I'm all about action, but – Actually, Missouri Valley Conference, I could tell you just about anything you want to know about it. Drake's going to be fucking bomb this year. Are they bringing everyone back? Everybody but one player who was like a six-man. Uh, they already predicted to win the Missouri Valley Conference. The preseason. So yeah, preseason, whatever, rankings, they were predicted to win it. call has been forwarded he's using his fucking phone and his phone's dead we need to we need to close out this interview that's all i'm trying to do and what i was gonna say is that you already rushed it so much though well i know i'm just trying to get it in dude i'm not really trying to like yeah you can't recreate originality so i'm just trying to like get the main points across and get it out there but um what I was going to say or do, because you said the cadets do the push-ups and whatnot. I was going to challenge all three of you or all two of you to a push-up contest right now, live on camera. But I can't do any push-ups. I could probably get, dude, I got a pretty big belly. I'm pushing 200 pounds, dude. <laughs> I could probably get, I used to be able to do like fucking 50. And now I'd be lucky to push like five. <laughs> 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 Fucking Miguel, dude. I just want to close this interview. Yo. Are you hopping back on, dude? Yeah, I'm trying right now. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, what I do? All right, ready? Tell me if you can hear a difference. Hello. Was that pretty consistent? I don't know. What, what was the difference? That was just one thing. <laughs> I don't know. I'm clicking buttons. There's a pattern button. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Dude. Uh, yeah, we got to get his pick for Auburn. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Auburn did have a gauntlet of a schedule. They did. Arkansas was tough. LSU was kind of tough. It was at LSU, then Georgia. They're playing, they're playing these teams on their fucking, you know, every team has, like, their season goes, you know, they have a little dip or, like, a shitty game. Auburn just so happens to catch those shitty games. They're not good. Auburn is good. Oh, well, Sorry, technical difficulties. <laughs> no shit. Dude, there you are eating again. God damn it. Just stealing snacks, dude. Oh, Nick. All right, you can edit that, right? Just, yeah, I can edit it, yeah. Just tell the producer to edit that little part out. You don't know how long this fucking takes me. I hate editing. Anyways, you were talking uh, about 
Texas uh, A&M, Auburn. You want to kind of round that up with your pick? Um, yeah, Texas A&M, uh, like I said, been playing a much easier schedule lately. They're both good at running the football, both good in the trenches. Uh, Bo Nix has really developed. I think that's the difference in this game. Um, Texas A&M has been played horrible competition. Auburn's been playing really tough competition lately and looks really good. But home field advantage is, you know, uh, you know, in College Station, 12th man. Um, yeah, it's not a night game, but that place will still be rocking. Um, you know, one of the biggest uh, top 10 college football stadiums in the country for capacity-wise. Uh, I'm leaving Auburn here. Take the points, four and a half. I mean, yes, Texas A&M might win by a point or two, field goal at the buzzer, but I'm taking the four and a half with Auburn here. Okay, well, you're both idiots, and I'm going to tell you why. First thing first is that the Tub Club is not just an Iowa podcast, not just a South Carolina podcast, not just a nationwide podcast. It's a worldwide podcast. I actually looked at our numbers. We had some guy in Ireland listen to, I think he only listened for about two minutes, but on Spotify, <laughs> he listened to the Tub Club. And since I know... <laughs> that our word reaches worldwide. I want to take a moment to say something to the camera and to the audio. Bo Nix, suck my dick. You're fucking terrible at football. <laughs> Bo Nix is not a good quarterback. I was, he, he's getting teams on their download. This is the same quarterback that was losing to Georgia Southern in the fourth quarter at home, this Auburn team that you guys both love. I don't get it. It's whatever. Last thing I want to mention, then we'll kind of wrap this up. Law was mentioning about the Texas A&M cadets uh, doing push-ups after scores like they do. Uh, Gary, uh, I know I could do more push-ups than you. Your comment. Yeah. How many push-ups can you do? I'm ready to do a push-up off right now if, you re if you're ready. On camera. Oh, my gosh. We'll do that off camera. No, 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 no. Oh, so you're, the you're, no you're, but, you're, hey, hey, I, I know you love challenges because you got you got the – hold on here. Didn't you challenge somebody to a rough and rowdy? Yeah, they declined like a little bitch. Dylan oh. Dylan was a better caller than Bubs on the Brandon Walker show. No. Bubs is number three. <laughs> Dylan's number two. No. Oh, coming from law. No. I, I bring the numbers. I bring the people. And I'm a man of my word. I'm a man of integrity. So we'll leave it at that. Just for the record, uh, Gary did decline. I was ready right now to do a push-up con contest on camera live. And Gary chose to decline. So I basically am the champion again. I'm the champion of the cards right now, even though Larry won last week. I might be the greatest college football mind of all time. And you at the Tub Club get to listen to it for free. So props to you. You're in the tub. You ain't getting in the club, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, Gary, thanks so much for hopping on, especially for round two. I uh, appreciate you taking the time. That's Tub Club signing off. Folks, have a great weekend. Win some money. Let's eat.